Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Start with some of my summit episode 3038. Seeing as how we keep hearing about Mon Mothma having trouble moving her finances around in order to support rebellious activities, I thought we would take this deep dive episode about the Andor series to look at what Mon Mothma's situation is and how she may have been funding those activities up to this point and see if it gives us any insight from what she might be able to do in the future. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So this is charitable fraud. <laughs> it's not exactly money laundering per se because the money that Mon Mothma has is not ill-gotten. It's actual you know, wealth that she has and I guess you could <laughs> decide to entertain conversations about that as well. But for our purposes, it is not ill-gotten gains. It's whatever the word <laughs> well-gotten gains I guess would be for that and to engage in rebellious activities she is setting up charitable foundations and like she says to her old friend from Chandrila she's not going to tell him what the money that gets put into the charitable foundation is going to be used for so I thought it might be worth taking a look at some real-world examples and see how they might apply to what's happening in the Andor series for one thing there's a website called Truthout that was reporting on donations being made to various American charities by Russian oligarchs this year with the start of the war in Ukraine and these oligarchs trying to hide some of their wealth. Yes, of course, this will be ill-gotten wealth for sure, but you get the idea. And one of the particular types of charities that they donated to a lot were artistic foundations. Places like Carnegie Hall or the Modern Museum of Art. Those are a couple of examples that were mentioned in the article. And what do you know? There happens to be somebody who is running an artistic cultural business slash organization, maybe in the Andor series, none other than Luthen Rail and his partner Clea, since he's displaying all these rare artifacts in his shop. And, you know, the shop is almost as much of a museum as it is a store selling these priceless artifacts. So there's a case to be made for Mon Mothma saying, 
I'm donating some of my family fortune to support Luthen Rail's business of going out into the galaxy and finding rare artifacts to bring back to, you know, sell to the general public or have on display in his particular location. And what the money is actually being used for by Luthen is rebellious activities or at least some of it, right? Luthen has to continue to look like he has a business that's on the up and up. And so he would have to spend some of that money on activities that would support creating that appearance. But you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be the majority of it. He just has to figure out how to make it look good. So that's one potential way. Another potential way, which kind of builds on this, is creating a beneficiary of a charitable foundation that is really actually a front for some other organization. So we keep hearing about the Gorman massacre situation that's happening and how the Empire is putting their boots on the neck of the Gorman people and Mon Mothma wants to put a stop to that and she's creating a foundation for their support. That money could be going to Gormans to help supply them in a fight back against the Empire. If Mon Mothma uses her funds to donate to various Gorman organizations that are not what they purport to be, in other words, they are actually fronts for Gorman organizations that are going to rebel against the Empire. As long as Mon Mothma and the people who are running that charitable foundation don't know that the Gormans are pulling a fast one on them, or at least have some plausible deniability, then that's another way that Mon Mothma can be using her family fortune to support these rebellious causes. A third thing that comes up has to do with a law that was struck down by the Supreme Court last July. It has to do with whether nonprofits are required to disclose their donors. So there was a law on the books in California for about a decade where, you know, anyone who was donating to a nonprofit organization like the nonprofit had to make public a list of its donors and a group sued because they said that that would be chilling in terms of free speech, that donors wouldn't necessarily want their names exposed for donating to nonprofit organizations. And the Supreme Court agreed with them and disagreed with the California rule and struck it down. So now nonprofit organizations do not have to disclose their top donors. This is coming from reporting from inequality.org. Now, just to briefly touch on political things, it was a conservative organization that was fighting for the right to keep their donors anonymous, and it was California, a liberal state that was fighting to make the donors be disclosed. The Supreme Court sided with the conservatives. It strikes me that the empire would probably lean conservative. And so I can imagine a galaxy where in the galactic empire, people who are donating to nonprofit organizations probably can have some sort of anonymity and that can actually work in Mon Mothma's favor. And yes, of course, that would be ironic to be sure. So Mon Mothma could solicit donations from other wealthy people who want to support the cause of rebellion and could potentially through charitable foundations not have to disclose who the donors are. Of course, the empire could decide, well, we don't care what the laws are. We're gonna make you disclose them anyway. So that puts her at risk. And as she tells Luthen, she's the first person that would get in trouble for anything going on if they start to get investigated. And and you know, that seems like, you know, the scenario I'm describing, that's exactly how it would play out. 
And the last thing that I found that exists in the real world that I thought, hmm, like maybe there's a parallel for this too. There's something in the world called a donor advised fund. It's basically something that was invented as a tax break for newly minted millionaires and billionaires, especially in Silicon Valley, where suddenly they go public and they get billions of dollars worth of stock. And so they donate it to this donor advised fund. And so it's essentially a nonprofit organization. So they get the tax break for donating to charity. But here's the trick with donor advised funds. The point of them in theory is that they are supposed to distribute their funds to charitable organizations, but they generally don't really do that. It's not like family foundations where there are rules that a certain amount of money has to be distributed from the foundation every year to some charitable cause, you know, through grants or that sort of thing. But DAFs, the donor advised funds, they don't have to do that. And what's more is that the reporting requirements for DAFs are such that they don't have to disclose who they donate to if they donate at all. So essentially it's like putting money in a black box and from the outside you don't necessarily know whether the money's still in the black box or whether it has been sent somewhere and if it has been sent somewhere you have no idea where it's been sent. So if something like that exists in the Star Wars galaxy, then there's another way that Mon Mothma could be using her family fortune to help support rebel causes. But again, this is another situation where with Imperial Auditors now starting to crawl around as we hear in chapter eight of the Andor series, it's a situation where Mon Mothma would be the first with her head on the chopping block because she is so publicly out there about the charitable foundations and wanting to advocate for these causes that essentially go against what the Empire is trying to do. So the fact that they keep talking about this in the Andor series, whether it's Mon Mothma's conversations with Luthen about getting him money or not being able to get him money, or her conversations with Take Homa about getting access to her money and then the trouble with doing so, they're gonna keep pursuing this and I think we're gonna hear a little bit more about that. And I also think that we're gonna hear about Perrin getting involved in this mess as well. So yes, we know that Perrin is suspicious of whatever Mon Mothma is doing and particularly what he's doing with, or what she's doing with Tay Colma. And we also know that he has no interest in the whole charitable situation. <laughs> There's that wonderful conversation that they have in the car after coming back from an event where he says, you know, oh, what's this charity? I didn't know about it. And she says, oh yeah, well, you're usually not interested in charity. So why would I bother telling you? And yeah, she he doesn't take kindly to that, but he keeps hearing about these old charity things and he is going to start getting increasingly suspicious about this and also, we don't necessarily know what his particular financial situation is. We know that Mon Mothma has a significant family fortune that's been said as much in the series, but we don't know what Perrin's prospects were prior to coming in to the marriage at 15 years old, for pity's sake. That's a whole other issue. But in addition to Perrin being suspicious about Tay, I have a feeling he's gonna start getting suspicious about this charitable business, and it wouldn't surprise me if he ratted her out to some degree. That's how little I think of Perrin, and I'm certainly not alone in that regard. So there you go. That's a few ways that Mon Mothma could be working to divert her family fortune to support rebellious causes based on real world things that 
you may have some parallels in the galaxy far, far away. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. S7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.